The VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 28 of the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. We're doing things a little bit differently today because we had on our guest Armin Hirstetter from Bodalgo and he gave us so much information that it actually went almost an hour in and of itself. So we're going to start with the interview and then we'll come back with our episode on pay to plays and some of our favorites. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, voiceactorwebsites.com. And to tell you a little bit more about it, here's a word from fellow talent and VOBS host, Dan Leonard. As a voice talent, you have to have a website. But what a hassle getting someone to do it for you. And when they finally do, they break or don't look right on mobile devices. They're not built for marketing and SEO. They're expensive. You have limited or no control. And it takes forever to get one built and go live. So what's the best way to get you online in no time? Go to voiceactorwebsites.com. Like our name implies, voiceactorwebsites.com just does websites for voice actors. We believe in creating fast, mobile-friendly, responsive, highly functional designs that are easy to read and easy to use. You have full control. No need to hire someone every time you want to make a change. And our upfront pricing means you know exactly what your costs are ahead of time. You can get your voiceover website going for as little as $700. So if you want your voice actor website without the hassle of complexity and dealing with too many options, go to voiceactorwebsites.com, where your VO website shouldn't be a pain in the you-know-what. So once again, we thank our sponsor, voiceactorwebsites.com. They've done my site. They are about to launch a site for the VO meter. Stay tuned for that. And we can't thank them enough for being on board. So without further ado, let's get to our interview with creator and founder of Bodalgo, Armin Hirstetter. Hi, everyone. We are here in Bodalgo Call right now with the creator of Bodalgo Call. That's right. We are talking with none other than Armin Hirstetter, the owner and creator of Bodalgo. He is also a voice actor and producer himself and a recent recipient of the One Voice Arts Award for the best online voice job site. So we are very, very happy to have with us Armin Hirstetter. How are you doing, Armin? Hi, Jean. Um, I'm doing really fine. Uh, thanks for having me. A uh, very nice introduction. And may I add, I even got the other award as well for the best voiceover services web, uh, website service, which is actually Podalgo Call. Wonderful. That's amazing. And I should have mentioned this before, but everyone in the VO industry knows Armin as a true and metaphorical rock star. I mean, he's just the amount of work that you do for the VO industry on an international level is incredible. So we are very grateful to have you today. Thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. Well, the awards are, are well deserved. We have become de facto shills for the company. And we mention it in pretty much every episode. And our fans know that we use Bodalgo Call for all of our interview segments, which we have with guests. So we're really grateful and just so happy to have you here again. Welcome. Yeah, uh, and uh, probably I have to excuse because uh, I, I see you, uh, well, the, the podcast uh, listeners will, will not see that, but I can see in, in Bodalgo Call that you are wearing headphones. You're sitting in, in, your, in, your nice, uh, in front of your nice microphone and I'm just sitting in front of my laptop. So if my um, audio quality sucks a little bit, uh, um, yeah, I, 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 apologies. Um, I will do better next time. Oh, no. Well, we would love to have you back, but audio quality is not a requisite for this interview. So I'm, I'm sure you'll make up for it with wonderful information. <laughs> I hope I do. Exactly. 
So, Armin, as we talked about, everyone knows you as the rock star who created Badalgo and, and Badalgo Call. But how did you get started in the voiceover world in general? What did you do before Badalgo? Okay. Um, so, before, before I did Badalgo, I was working in, in publishing for almost two decades. Uh, after school, I um, became a junior writer for a computer magazine. And that was my first job. And after, like... I think nearly two two years, no, two and a half, two and a half, three years. Uh, I got a, I applied for a job with Penthouse Magazine, like the man's magazine, because oh I, <laughs> I, I I heard from a friend of mine that they were looking for for um, a senior writer, and um, I was in in the computer industry. Everything changes so fast, so there's always something new going on, and I really really like that. With, a, with writing for the computer magazine. But if you have written for computer magazines for, for three years in a row, uh, well, yeah, everything changes, but it's always computers. So I was, I was thinking, ah, oh, could I go somewhere else? And somebody told me, yeah, there's this um, open position with Penthouse magazine. Uh, a senior writer just resigned there and um, they desperately need somebody. And I said, yeah, well, come on, guys. I was like 23 at that time or 24, 23 or 24. And I said, yeah, they will be just waiting for me. I mean, this is this is a, a, a top shelf magazine with hundreds of thousands of, 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 of readers. And I, I'm not really experienced. But nevertheless, uh, I, I applied for the job and I, and I got it. So um, I, I was working for Penthouse magazine for two and a half years, two and a half, three years, uh, becoming the youngest uh, deputy editor in, in Germany at that time. Uh, when then a friend of mine called me and he was editing and developing a new magazine, a football magazine for kids. And he asked me if I would be interested in, in doing that. And although I, I, I'm, well, I'm a football fan, I, I support uh, Bayern Munich, um, the, the German team, you, you might know. Mm -hmm. And football was not really the topic I dreamt of, but it was a weekly magazine. And coming from a monthly magazine to a weekly magazine, that meant like this is the like the Premier League of, of, of magazines. It, it can't get any more exciting than that with all the pressure of deadlines and you have to have the magazine out every week and it's really everything is working on tight deadlines. So, so I thought that would be really cool. So I did that. Then I did another teen magazine called Sugar in, in, in Germany. Uh, and, and I worked for the, for the company quite a long time. But then in 2008... Um, like at the, at the top of the financial crisis, uh, I was the publishing director of FHM magazine, uh, which is also a man's magazine. I remember that one uh, well. A real man's man, Armin. I was a subscriber, <laughs> so sorry my, my funds oh, didn't keep yeah, your job. <laughs> and, um, so the, and I was the publishing director, and, and the sales were going down, uh, like, like the, the, the sales on uh, the magazine sales were going down, and also, the, the advertising sales were going down, uh, none of which I could, could, could stop. So they said, well, Armin is not worth uh, his money. So we get rid of him. And that happened on the 17th of March. And fortunately, just half a year earlier, um, I, I had the idea of creating a website for Voice of the Talents. And, and this came, came along that way that... I think it was in 2004 when a colleague, again a colleague, I, I think I live uh, of, of all the ideas of colleagues. Um, a colleague told me in 2004 
he was then uh, overseeing FHM magazine. Um, and he, he, he asked me, Armin, we, we need to do a, a new voiceover for a commercial that is uh, upcoming for, for our um, edition of, of FHM. And uh, how can we do that? And I said, well, you compliment me all the time on my voice. Let, let's try me to do that. And he said, well, and I said, come on, what, what, what do you have to lose? We, we go to the studio, we record. If it doesn't work, well, you, you lost nothing and I don't charge anything because I, well, the company owns me. So the company owns my voice uh, too. So um, I, it'll be fun. So we did that. And uh, I went to this recording studio and the director there, um, I, I told him right in the face, listen, I'm not a, a professional voice actor, but uh I think I can I can knock it out uh, like a thirty second spot. I think that that should be fine. And driving in the car uh, in my car to the studio, I was always saying to myself to myself, F H M Mena Sinso all the time. It's it's the claim F H M men are like that. F H M Mena Sinso, or and I did that all the time, all the time to get in the mood and and looking for. Well, what would work? So, so I did, did did my stuff there, and uh, and then the the director said, okay, yeah, I can hear you. You you're not professionally trained, but um, I think if you follow my directions, uh, we have this thing um, recorded in no time. And ten minutes later, or fifty minutes later, he said, I, I think we got it. And wow. so I was happy, and <laughs> I thought, Armin, you now are a voiceover talent. <laughs> 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 Thank you for the laughter because um, this um, shows exactly how naive I was. So basically what happened then is I thought I'm a voiceover actor. So I grabbed a CD with my, with my only demo I had, this commercial, and I wrote to all the German um, voiceover agencies I could find. And uh, now guess what happened. And lots of rejection. <laughs> no, I heard nothing. There was, they didn't even bother, bother to reject me. They just kept silent. And I was like, like, okay, that, that didn't work really, did it? And I was looking then online for, for opportunities. I had no clue about uh, voiceover websites whatsoever. Well, I hadn't got a clue about voiceover whatsoever. So, but I found a website that uh, offered the possibility to sign up with them to pay uh, money and they would um, then send jobs to you. But all those websites, uh, websites have been targeted to the um, English speaking market, basically. So I was uh, trying to find a, a German website that does the same and I could not find um, any. And I thought, well, that's odd. Wouldn't it be great to have a, a German website of that as well? Now, remember, this was 2004 when I myself had my first voiceover. I signed up with this um, um, English-speaking website and uh, I got my first jobs there. And I wish I would have a, still a recording from my first <laughs> voiceovers because they must have sounded, oh, God, I think I would cringe so much. 
Because, You'd be uh, amazing so I, how often we hear that. And I feel the exact same way, too, because like you said, people who just get in, they have no idea what a VO should sound like. And the funny thing is, is it's just supposed to sound like you. But I mean, you can totally sympathize. It's hilarious. Yeah, but it, it was not only like like my my lack of of yeah, how to 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 give a decent read, but also like the the um, well, the, the technical quality of the audio. It, well, I did recording, music recording, for a few years. Uh, I had my 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 MIDI piano. I had um, a Roland hard disk recorded, um, and and I had recording gear. And I, I had that. I had a decent microphone. Uh, that was all not the problem. But I did not have a voice booth. So what I did was I was in my living room. I had this, um, I don't know if you know it from, I think it's, is it SC Electronics that has this uh, Ah, the, re the reflection filter, yeah. Yeah, exactly, the reflection filter. And I, and I had that, and well, if you only have that, you, you, everybody knows it, it does not work. Um, <laughs> you, you have the room reverberation from, from all the sides, especially from the ceiling. Um, so so it must, it really, it must have sounded horrible. Still, um, the, the sound magicians at Metro AV, Metro AV Online, a New York recording studio, they booked regularly with me because they did trillions of e-learnings and they did it uh, multi-language. So they always needed um, a, a, a German version as well. And I worked together with them, I think, at least for five, six years, at least, at least, probably longer. And um, so, so this is where 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 I started uh, doing voiceover myself. Of course, then I got professional uh, professional training uh, uh, with a with a teacher that that is working at the theater and and uh, educating actors. So so I learned a lot uh, uh, from her. But still, all the time, I had this this spark in my head. No, not this spark. This this thing in my head that says, "But Armin." Why isn't there a German ver version of the website that, that you get the jobs from? Because there were not many German jobs, only just a few. And um, so I was, I was thinking for that uh, about that for yeah three four years until they came. There came the time, and I don't know if you know that, but in in Munich, Germany, there is the beer fest, the Oktoberfest. Uh, yes, we've heard of it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the, the biggest festival of its kind worldwide. And uh, with all the beer tents and the, the Umftata, Umftata music and so on. <laughs> and a lot of Gemütlichkeit, as we, we call it. So I was sitting there with some friends. Uh, I had probably a few masses of beer. Uh, a mass is like one liter uh, of beer in a, in a big mug. And I had a few masses of beer. Um, and I was thinking, and this idea came back again in my head, like, nobody's doing that. I mean, if nobody's doing it, you probably have to do it yourself. So half hammered, I walked home, started up my computer, and coded the very, very first lines of Bodalgo. Um, I, I hadn't coded for 20 years at that time, but um, there was a, or there still is, a, a programming language probably 80% of all the websites are out there are coded in. It's called PHP. And this language is very similar to a language I already knew, which is called C. 
So for all the, the um, computer uh, aficionados out there. And I wanted to find out, I mean, do you still have what it needs to, to code this website? Mm-hmm. And I soon found out that, yes, okay, I think from, from, from programming, there shouldn't be too many problems if I had known what would come after, I, I probably would have would have thrown in the towel long, long time ago. Because if you also have to do server administration and all of that stuff that I had no clue about whatsoever, and it's a, it can be very, very frustrating. And it was very frustrating. But nevertheless, um, after three months, it was really like it was really fast. There was a website functional. Um, let's not talk about the looks anymore because it looked horrible to compare to 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 modern standards but but it worked and uh and then i had a website and then i realized okay yeah i mean you you have a website now but but you 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 can't approach clients to to post jobs because there there ain't no talents with your website so you need to 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 find talents so what i what i then did is like i looked up the the biggest biggest association of talents in germany um, wrote the, the 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 president of them an email and said, "Listen, I, I created this website, um, and my plan would be, if you would promote it with your 250 talents you have in like German talents, and they they are all vetted uh, talents, I would be willing to give them a premium membership for six months for free, um, to to have a critical mass of talents on board that would allow me to promote the whole service to clients." And surprisingly, the guy, although he was developing a similar website, well, or yeah, himself, at least he had a programmer that that should have done, uh, should have programmed uh, the website for him. He never fulfilled his job. Um, He said, I like what you do. And uh, yeah, let's give it a shot. And after one week, I had 70 voiceover talents. I said, okay, now let's... uh, Let's let's promote it to, to to clients, and this is how it all started. Because in the beginning, the website was only in German. It, mm. Because I uh, at, at first I and and I, I I regretted that I didn't think it through completely right from the beginning, because the website was coded that way that all of the copy you could read on the website was hard coded into the website. So when I decided, like, okay, I need to to make this at least for the English market. I had to reprogram the whole website again with English copy in it. And it was a complete and utter nightmare. And um, so, but in, in it, I think it was in mid 2009, uh, sorry, mid 2008 or end of 2008, when I had the, the English version of the website ready. And then I could um, also approach um, uh, English speaking talents. And uh, well, then, of course, um, with English speaking talents, everybody who was able to read English could then join, uh, well, provided they, ha- they would be professional talents. So I had an international base then of talents, attracting more clients too. First off, let me just say that I love the sort of beginner's mindset that you have. I mean, you mentioned before, if I knew what I was getting into, I probably wouldn't have done it. But for better or worse, your own naivete kind of gave you the confidence to pursue it. And as Paul was talking about earlier, we we've already talked about some of the dis or the differences, like that really personal touch that you offer, uh, that really hands-on approach with Badalgo. But I'd love to see, hear from your perspective how Badalgo is different from other online casting sites. Well, there are a few things that I think differentiate Badalgo from from the others. 
Well, the first one you just said it for yourself. It's a it's a very personal, direct, hands-on approach. Every mail I get, it's it's me that that answers the mail. Luckily, it's not too many because that would take too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, I coded the website that way that, uh, in theory, not many ques- questions need to be asked because it's so insanely easy to use. Mm-hmm. So on the, then a uh, second point uh, that is very crucial, right from the start, I said, okay, I can only have talents on the website that are professionally trained voiceover talents. I don't mind if somebody's a real newbie, like, like he had his training and now wants to start, that is fine. But what I cannot have, I thought, was somebody that has no clue about voiceover um, business at all and just wants to uh, give it a shot because he thinks an easy buck to make. And Mm -hmm. I think by now I had probably, I don't know, 40, 50,000 talents um, registering for Budalgo and only seven and a half thousand made it, made the cut. Wow. Wow. You get you get many talents where the the demo and I, I listen to all the demos of each talent that registers uh, registers and I approve or disapprove the profile then and well disapproved profiles just get deleted and the other ones get approved and and some of the demos they they sound like hello my name is John or Jean. I am. Uh, this is my voice. I want to sell. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> I don't know what then comes after that because by the time, well, I have deleted it a long time before. <laughs> and that's the good thing about bad voiceovers. Uh, you, you you instantly recognize them and can hit the delete button like after two seconds. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, the, and I think it's very important. And the reason why this selection has to be made is not because uh, is not that I'm that I'm uh, uh, a nasty guy that wants to 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 criticize people. No, it's 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 the fear that imagine somebody like that signs up, gets approved, uh, puts us puts out uh, their credit card, and get becomes a premium member. And then auditions for a job of a top shelf company. Well, what do you think will the client think listening to demos like that? He will say, oh my God, where am I? I will never ever use this site. This, they, they, they can't be serious about what they're doing. By the way, this is still what I just cannot get, uh, where I cannot get my head around um, with other websites that do not vet talents. I wonder what those clients think when they when they when they hear that, and why they're still uh, using services that are frankly wasting their time. But that's a different story. But that that's one again one part where where it's completely differentiates uh, uh, from from others. And the third one um, is I approve and disapprove every job that is posted. And if there's somebody that wants to have a TV spot for a hundred quid, well, it's not happening. They are getting, well, first of all, the system semi-automatically scans for those things and uh, will prevent the client from even posting that job. But if he does uh, tricky things and like says, okay, this is not a commercial, then this is a, I don't know, an audio book to, to, to get a different budget range, then I have 
uh, I look personally at every job posted. And if I see something that's not adding up, then the client gets a mail from me uh, where I say, okay, listen, this kind of job needs at least this kind of budget uh, or it's not going to happen. That's great. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, we, we really appreciate that kind of quality control on both ends because some of the other, I mean, everyone is familiar with some of the controversies regarding some of the other online casting sites. People wonder if there is an actual vetting process or if the business is more concerned by just making a profit through the volume of subscriptions they get through the talent versus matching quality talent with quality clients. So I can't tell you how much Paul and I and the VO community at large appreciate the mindset and the approach that you're taking with that. It, it's it's wonderful, Armin. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. But I, 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 I well, okay, I, I do that on the one hand because I, I'm a firm believer that uh, there needs to be a certain level of quality to, to provide a, a great job, to make a great product. Um, on the other hand, I do that also because I really am a true believer that it, it can't possibly work otherwise because uh, the, 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 the whole thing would implode. And I'm still a gobsmacked when I listen to demos of, of, of people I, I see on other websites where I say, well, probably you're not a premium member because you, you would alienate the clients big time and it would bad re badly reflect um, on the website that you have registered with. So uh, I'm 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 really not sure what's going on there, but uh, well, may, maybe if 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 well, some websites they invest so much money, um, thanks to Morgan Stanley, um, <laughs> to 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 promote their services that they have so many clients that they that they simply don't care, and they uh, and and well, you just have to browse those websites and um, and the talents there, and and listen to their demos, and and some are really like. Yeah, you, you, you want to, to, to have the earth below your feet opened and, 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 and swallow you. <laughs> so, Armin, we talked about the ways you verify talent coming in, a new talent that signs up for, for a membership. What do you do or is there anything you do to maintain quality for talent that are already on the roster? Well, if, if somebody made, it, made the cut, then it's because of two things. First... The technical quality of the demo he pro or demos he provided is broadcasting quality. The second, the reads he gave or she gave um, support the impression that this is a professionally trained talent. And, and, and that's that. So once that's done, I believe that people will not um, have their talent uh, level De decreasing over time so i do not revisit uh the, the profiles to ensure are you a, still a, a good voice of a talent um i think that that not necessary what i do though is if i see i i can see all offers i i can uh, because well I, I i run the website i see all the offers all the auditions so what i do from time to time is on a, on a random basis, I, I flick through the demos, I listen to them, and if I see something that that bothers me, could be technical quality, um, could be a music bed before the audition, um, things like that, then I I, I uh, shoot out a mail to the talent. Doesn't happen very often, but it, it happens. And also, what happens is if somebody is um, aggressively um, undercutting, then uh, 
they should be prepared to get a mail from me where I say, okay, listen, I can't force you to to ask for but like or force you to to have a decent uh, budget that you're asking for because that's your sole decision. And by law, I cannot force you to 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 stick with prices. But I would recommend that you consider the following, and then comes a little bit of uh, what is good for the market, what is bad for the market. Uh, in another way, um, I do blog postings. Not very many. Not not even even close to as many as as other websites do. Um, um, where where I try to answer the most most important, or where like where I address the most important issues that I feel um, talents might run in, run into, no matter how experienced they are, and. Everybody can can read that on the Bodalgo blog. You don't need to be a premium member. You don't need to be a member at all, basically, to to read those. And um, yeah, a few hundred times a year, I get questions asked by email, uh, and then I d- direct the people just to the blog postings where I say you need to read that, and that makes all of it completely clear to you. Well, that's great. I, I kind of knew the answer to that because I think I shared on the another episode of the show. I got one of those emails from you that said. Hey, there's a little bit of something in the background of your audition for this job. And I played it back and you were right. I had inadvertently copied a breath into my room tone that I pasted in every dead space of the audition. So <laughs> it was like, uh, today's topic is about uh, foot pain. And here's how we're going to address that. And you were absolutely right to send that to me. And I appreciated the, the quality control. And by the way, there is also the 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 what I call fast feedback that clients give because the issue is always you have like a dozens and dozens of talents that um, uh, audition for a job. Now most of them have not received any feedback. Of course, the winning talent will receive a feedback, a very positive one, but all the others others usually don't get any feedback because well. You can't blame the clients. It's impossible to to have a personal feedback sent to them, uh, to to all the guys that auditioned. Some do, most don't. So to to have a little bit of 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 feedback still, what I included, like I think half a year, three quarters of a year ago, is next to to every audition, there's the the, the there's a drop down menu where people can can give a fast feedback, and the fast feedback could be great voice. Unfortunately, it doesn't suit this job. Or just great voice, we like it, but that doesn't say you get the job. But it could also say, I can hear room ambience, uh, too much EQ, um, bad miking, things like that. So, and, and when people get, like, for example, if you, if you get some, like, over the quarter of, I don't know, um, let's say uh, a few months to half a year, and you receive feedback, that always says um, room ambience, well, then you definitely know something is wrong with your recording setup because otherwise you wouldn't get the feedback. So this is also, <laughs> it's, 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 it's only a tiny thing and, and it's not like that everybody uses it, mm-hmm. but, but every little bit helps. Any feedback helps all the time. And this is just a, another, another way. Uh, by the way, this works vice versa. Also the talents can, and I, I would, suggest the talents should use it all the time um, they can give a fast feedback to the client as well 
For example, if the script is badly translated, if the script is just plain bad, if uh, the the job is not described, the, the briefing is, 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 is bad, and you can give that feedback as well. And if a client is constantly hammered with bad feedback, and it's anonymous, they don't know who gave the feedback, they just see 10 people said the, the, the description is weak. And so, so this, of course, will then um, get the client to a point where they say, okay, next time I put a job up with Budalgo, I spend 30 seconds more and explain a bit more what kind of voice I'm looking for. And, uh, and of course, jobs that, that or many jobs that, that are really weak in their description, they get rejected by myself where I say, okay, this three-word briefing will not do the trick. You need to, to, to be more precise and it's for your own good because the more precise your briefing is, the more relevant the auditions will be and the better the job will be that you have at the end of the day. So everybody wins, and for you it's only like thirty seconds more more time, but it saves you a lot of time down the road. So um, yeah, this is these are like the major things where I try to constantly educate and improve the quality, and it's 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 really a long road and it's a long hard fight, but uh, time is playing for me. As long as there is Budalga out there, um, it, it 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 will educate the people. I love that. And I going back to what you said, all these little things for like to receive and give f- feedback between clients and talent. And it just goes back to your idea of quality control and trying to create quality voiceovers for quality clients. And it's amazing. You just don't see that anywhere else. Yeah, I, I, I and I, I would I would not be not be angry at all if, if other websites would like to take this idea on board in, in there, because if everybody does that, um, that would help the, the whole industry so much. Um, it, it's like, for example, I, I, David Rosenthal. Um, I, 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 had, I have the, and, and you're with GVAA um, too, Jean, aren't you? Yes, yes. Uh, yes. I'm their social media manager and membership liaison. And, I head up their and, membership um, program. And with the, with the English-speaking clients, there, uh, there, there is a link within the job posting right under the, the field where the budget goes uh that is that says unsure about the budget check out this uh, rate card and wow and, thank uh, you <laughs> yeah i i included that quite quite some time ago and these are also okay of course this rate card information is massive probably not everybody's reading through this mm-hmm. but um but it's there and maybe they don't don't do it for the first job or the second job or the third but they see it all the time there when they're posting jobs and maybe somebody clicks on it and everybody that clicks on it is 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 a good thing and um it's the information is there and if it's there long enough it will trickle down wonderful planting the seed (laughs) yes thank you so much armin you've told us a little bit of the progression and evolution of badalgo what do you see on the horizon what is the future for badalgo well, the future for Bodalgo is the past of Bodalgo. Um, the goal is the same, attracting more clients. Um, uh, I don't know if, if you're aware about that, but since the beginning of Bodalgo, Bodalgo has not made any marketing efforts towards talents. Never, never, I never did that and probably never will do. There's only one exception, uh, one exception and these are my... my my appearances at voiceover conferences. 
um, where I go to Atlanta or I go to um, Gravy for the Brain, um, the open, um, nah, the, the voice awards. The one voice. One voice. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> and uh, and this is the only marketing effort I do to the talents. And I might reduce that a little bit in, in, in future. Um, well, first, it's a it's a quite a financial impact if you if you sponsor those events. Uh, and uh, and don't get me wrong, I, I absolutely adore uh, Gerald. What he does with um, the Vio Atlanta, I think this this guy is an, an a wonderful person. Uh, first point and uh, second, he's an incredibly skilled entrepreneur, and and I just love the passion and uh, and how how he does that and how it looks like and how it developed and it's that's a really really great uh, asset and it, it's wonderful to be there. Um, nevertheless, um, I uh, I attracted really very very much uh, attention on the voice talent side. And I don't want to risk that there is a disbalance between the number of clients with Budalgo and the number of premium talents with Budalgo. Because if I run into a disbalance there, then nobody will be happy because nobody will be getting any jobs, well, or not enough people, and uh, or the ratio will the hit ratio will just uh, suffer from that. So I might reduce that a little bit. Um, you will still see me there. <laughs> But um, uh, yeah, so I might reduce that and uh, and and at the same time enhance the efforts uh, on attracting new clients. And there is an issue that um, somebody just posted that can't recall who it was on Facebook where he was talking about the SEM efforts of Voices.com and other websites. And I think. Google AdWords, for example, because this would be the first place you go to. If you want to promote your business, you, you, uh, your online business, uh, Google AdWords have been a wonderful thing for quite a long time. But this changed for the voiceover world a few years ago already. When I had ads out there with Google AdWords, a few years ago, the, the people that were clicking those ads were clients looking for a voiceover talent. So imagine there's an advertising... Um, I don't know, uh, uh, cast the best uh, voiceover talents in the world, the usual blah, blah, blah. So now those ads in majority are no longer clicked by the clients, but by the talents. And that's hmm. for, yeah, and the reason behind that is not because they want to book, uh, they, they want to, 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 to have other talents auditioning. No, they are looking for, oh, is this a website I can get jobs from? So they click on the link, go to the website and find out, is that a new pos potential resource for them to find new jobs? So they are killing the budget. And, um, and I saw that r really massively two and a half years ago where, 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 where I saw from the signups, oh, it's now 80% talents that end up signing up um, from all the clicks that I get from the campaign. And it's just not working anymore. So um, there they are, but there are different ways, which I'm not going absolutely into detail because David Cicerelli probably hears that as well. <laughs> so SEO um, is um, still key if, if, you, if you're trying to, to, to promote your website. So it shows up in the 
in the search engine result result pages like the the the, the what do you call it the not the the paid traffic but the well just the normal google organic traffic, traffic. yeah thank you that's the word i was looking for so um this is still um very very important of course um also what what really helps is that the client base of Budalgo now re has reached a level where word of mouth is really really helping and um and and uh, there are other bits and pieces with pr for example but um that uh, help drive the drive the the, the 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 clients and there's another thing um i saw that this year job wise bodalgo has a plus of 20% compared to to last year but the the number of clients is not as high, the number of new clients is not as high so the clients that are with Budalgo are posting more and more jobs, and this is um, this is a very good sign uh, in my book. Well, that's great to hear. So we talked a little bit about the future of Budalgo, but you haven't stopped with just Budalgo. You actually have ventured into some new businesses. Can you talk to us a little bit about some of your other ventures? Yes, um, there there is one in particular that um, I, I'm not sure whether whether this is of of, of great interest to. To the audience right now, but um. Do you yeah, have any idea how many voiceover artists are are geeks? <laughs> <laughs> so, There's a lot of us. Yes. <laughs> um, so, um, there is this new website that I I've been working on for now close to uh, even more than eighteen months, and it has start a uh, beta started in January, and it's a marketplace again. But this time it's a marketplace for retro video games. So you maybe remember all those those consoles from the 80s, from the 90s, from the 2000s, and many of, of, of us have, have played with them. And uh, a friend of mine approached me in begin end of 2000, hang on, 16, beginning 2017, if I would be interested in, in coding a marketplace for that. And I was telling him, yeah, that's a very great idea. Thank the Lord there is no eBay and Amazon. But while I was saying that, I said, hang on, eBay is ridiculously expensive when you want to sell a game. And, and Amazon even more. Um, it's 15% it's plus close to a dollar per item. It, it's, it's, it's enormous. And there are not, no dedicated websites for, for geeks and, and nerds and gamers. So I, th I said, well, hang on, wait a second. Maybe you, 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 you have there something. Are you sure there is no dedicated marketplace for retro video games out there? And he said, well, I'm pretty sure. So I did my own research, and um, it's hard to believe, but actually it's true. There is no website worldwide that is dedicated as a marketplace to retro video games. Of course, many, uh, re uh, many game shops have their own website where they sell games but that's not the idea the idea is that every user can buy or sell games so a real marketplace like like amazon or like ebay but it's not an auction it's 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 just you 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 have you can buy and sell this stuff for a fixed price so and this is what retroplace.com is all about and it, it launched beta in, in January, and in August there's a fair in Cologne, um, the biggest um, uh, games fair in, in Europe, the Gamescom. And oh, this cool. is where 
officially introduce the marketplace bit of the website. On the website, you can already like manage your collection. There's a database with 110,000 games, which makes it incredibly easy to say, okay, I have this game, I have this game, I have this game, I have this game. I have this console, I have this console. And, 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 and the nerds and geeks like to, to manage their collection in one, one nice place. And this is what, what Retroplace already does and does it in a wonderful way, incredibly easy. The collection never looked greater um, than, than on, on that website. But the, 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 and, and the core of, of, the, of the website will be the marketplace and that will launch officially in August and uh, then it will get really interesting because the marketplace is of course where the business model lies so we take a seven percent commission on every game sold there which is um, a third or a quarter what amazon takes and it's kind of half what what ebay takes so it's really 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 cheap and um well let's see so far we have a thousand users on, on the website um almost did no promotion at all. This will change. And guys, I want to have your take on that. When, when, when the yeah, because that that could be interesting. When the website really starts, like officially the marketplace and all, and 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 if I see okay, the marketplace works fine. There are no big bugs. I was wondering, would it be absolutely like fishy if I dropped a mail to? A selected number of talents of Bodalgo and said, listen, you guys know me. There is something I want to tell you about. And would you help me promote it if you're interested in the topic? What do you think that's completely no-go? I think if you weren't you, maybe. But uh, <laughs> given the goodwill you've built up with, with your, your user base, I don't see a problem. Like I said, I've already signed up just on word of mouth about it. I'm, I'm pretty sure you signed up because I saw your profile. I did. <laughs> no, I think it's a great idea. And, like, just like with Bodago, you're the fact that it's, like, it. you really feel like it's a partnership when you work with you, Armin. Like, I love how you try to get everyone involved, um, no matter how they're affiliated with your website. So, yeah, I don't see why not. I, 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 still, I, I still have, like, think about it. Because it, 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 it can go down really bad with, with some people, understandably. <clears throat> and I don't want to, to offend the people. But um, as, as I see Bodalga as a family business, and uh, it's so personal. So I, I feel I'm connected with everybody on Bodalga so personally. One final question, and it's kind of going, taking a different slant, because you've already outed yourself as a bit of a geek and a gearhead. So I know you've got some pretty impressive studio equipment. And Paul and I are unabashed gear snobs or sluts or whatever we're not snobs we just like gear so we'd love to hear what your studio setup is so maybe you could give our listeners some ideas on how they can improve their own sound okay um let's start with the the, the hardware and uh, i mean the non-technical hardware i have in my room which it's a pretty old building um where i where the flat is in it's from the beginning of the 20th century so it's a very high ceiling so i have I had to have a, um, a room within a room. I built myself um, a, a, a vocal booth. Do you call it vocal booth anyway? Yep. Oh, or yeah. A vocal booth, isolation booth, okay. whatever works for right. you. So, so uh, I did that with, like, um, with, with walls that I built myself. And I can only tell you that I think I'm a firm believer 
there is a, a foam made uh, out of melanin. Uh, it's called Basotech. Uh, it's made by, I think, um, the company Bayer. It's a chemical uh, company, but you can buy it. Um, you should be able to buy it in any decent um, uh, store that sells record gear. It's called Basotech, and I think this is the acoustic foam to go no matter what i haven't come across anything that is better than that it's it's pretty expensive um like four square meters will be a hundred dollars or something like that so um it's it's pretty 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 expensive but i think it's it's just as the trick so so the the, the, the this room in a room has this um uh, is, is built with this basel tech uh inside the the vocal booth there is a, a newman u87 which is a great microphone no question i just think it doesn't suit my voice so i it would be a good idea reminder to myself next time before you buy a two thousand five hundred dollar microphone try it first <laughs> uh, yeah but it's hard to get that out into your own studio you know unless you work out an oh, agreement no, no, with no, who no. you you purchase no, every, it from every decent store should should give you a test opportunity and if mm. they don't you go away um, and, 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 and the guys would have done happily. I just said, ah, nah, it's, <laughs> it's a U87 and what could go wrong? No, it, it, it sounds wonderful. But, um, I also have a, a Browner Phantom classic and that is, that sounds so crisp. It has this, I can't describe it. It's really like, um, uh, it's, it's, it's just a very crisp sound that, uh, is also maybe because I'm a bar- baritone based voice. And uh, it it just it really helps this voice. Mm-hmm. So so these are the the, the two microphones. I uh, I also have um, the the Sennheiser four sixteen. Never used it so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I come to the point in in a minute. So then um, the the audio interface that I have is um, an Apollo Twin Duo, which I rate for its price range absolutely king of the king of the kings i have not come across anything at all that comes even close to what this thing does it's especially useful because usually you have effects uh, in in your in your in your daw um and uh, the effects are are rendered in your computer which gives a little bit of lag time um, but this thing has the the effects um, executed with a digital signal processor within the device, so you have no. Uh, it's not called lag. What is the word I'm looking? Latency. For? Latency. Thank you. Um, you have no latency whatsoever, uh, which makes it wonderful for 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 many other purposes as well, and um, yeah, I I think it's just um, wonderful. It has two channels. Uh, wonderful um, uh, analog digital converters. Uh, they're, they're just awesome. Uh, it's, it's about, I think you can get it now for $700, $800 probably. About um, that, yeah. And did you mention, was that the solo or the duo? I have, I have the duo. The solo probably would do for me because really I have only one effect running in it and that's, that's like a, um, um, a channel strip. And that's basically it. What I'm doing, um, the, on the, because I I I I, um, I hardly do any any uh, I, I I don't do any cueing on my voice. Mm. Um, okay, well that's not 
completely true. I, I do a little bit of um, in, in, in like in, in the 100 hertz, I go like 2 dB down. And then just because I like it in the in the 12 kilohertz, I give it like a 1 or 1.5 dB uh, plus. It just adds this a little bit of air to the voice, which I really, really like. Uh, and and nobody ever complained. And I have <laughs> that's um, what matters. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, absolutely. And uh, and there's one. I, I I think it's magic. It's from uh, and I I have to say I hate waves for their for their um, DRM system that they have. It's so uncomfortable to use. Well, if you have once set it up, it's fine. But if you change the computer, it's it's just a nightmare. I, I hate them for for that. Uh, but they have a they have a um, a, a plugin called Renaissance Vox, and this is a compressor and gate, and it's the most easy gate compressor combination I've ever seen. It works like magic. It's a very very great gate because the gate doesn't. It's not like, but it's really when there is like a, you you, you don't have to cut your your breathings out because it when you when you tr- trim it correctly it will not get the breathing and but it doesn't cut it off like with an x it really mm-hmm. fades it out so nicely so naturally that it sounds awesome without any editing i really really love that and i really recommend it it's called renaissance vox it's pretty cheap now uh, i think you probably can grab it for for 69 89 dollars some maybe even cheaper maybe even cheaper because it's a very old plugin but i think it's just wonderful and it does magic and for the computer it's um it's an imac uh i5 now it's like two 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 and a half three years old it's um it, it's doing its job great uh well for voiceover recordings you don't really need that much power so so and any computer will do but uh, with me, it will only be a Mac. Um, I'm, I'm not a. I'm not against PCs, but I'm. After I, I, I came from from the Atari ST in the 90s, um, <laughs> the, the, the 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 first the first computer I, I worked within the jo- within the next job was a Mac, and well, then it was just natural to to buy a Mac for for my for my flat as well, and um, that's why I ended up with with, with a Mac. So Very cool. I'm, I'm an Apple fanboy. Now, all you haters, you can come after me. <laughs> I'm a fanboy, too. I don't know how I feel about all the USB-C stuff that's coming out now, but it's still, overall, I think it's just a reliable system to use. And for our listeners, if you're interested in the Waves Renaissance Vox app, it's actually on sale right now for, or excuse me, plug-in, not app, for $45. So about $30, $40 less than what Armin would say. It's really a no-brainer, especially if you already have Waves plugins. So you you went through all this DRM um, obstacles that they put in the way. Maybe they they improved by now, but if you already have a Waves plugin, well, yeah, spend those $49. Uh, If you are not happy with the gate, and and the, the gate thing really is a thing. Because even if you have a great, really extraordinary, extraordinarily well set up audio chain, you still have, even with the best microphones in the world, you have at like minus 70, minus 65, depending on your microphone, maybe even minus 80. If you have a, a Newman 
uh, TLM3, which has a really, the, the, the floor noise is like non-existent, but you still have this little bit of is like, so really, really tiny. So, and I, I am, I am a, 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 a noise Nazi, so to speak. I don't want to hear any hiss. And, and this thing is really, it's so fantastic killing that. It's so, I have not come across anything that is like that. And, uh, and, 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 and definitely not that easy to use. It's just wonderful. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I never thought I would, but um, yeah, I, I, I would recommend uh, Waves to, to that respect. Very cool. So once again, that's the Waves Renaissance Vox plugin with a gate and compressor in it. I'm, I tend not to like play with plugins that much, but for $45, I might give it a shot. So Waves, if you don't use it, they also have a popular debreather plugin as well as a nice de-esser. And they're well known for having pretty affordable plugins compared to some of the other uh, competition that's out there and of course if you have your ua apollo it'll play very nicely with that well armin you mentioned the word renaissance and that's the perfect way to, to wrap up because you are really a, a renaissance man in every sense of the word you went from from <laughs> publishing to to coding you obviously know your way around the studio you're an audio engineer a voice talent and now a a retro gamer uh marketplace uh entrepreneur so we're so happy to have your talents shared with us here on the VO Meter. We can't thank you enough for being with us. Thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Armin. Paul, Jean, thank you so much for uh, giving me the chance to chat with you. Um, it's really highly appreciated. Thanks for having me. To all the listeners, hope you, you enjoyed that. And uh, I see you next time. That's it for this episode of the VO Meter. Measuring your voiceover progress. Stay tuned for part two where we talk about online casting sites and some of our favorites to work with. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. To follow along, please visit www.vometer.com. 